Hey y'all, so this is Diamond Vanilla Wiggins again, also known as the Single Mompreneur, and I am super excited today because I just went ahead and did the website relaunch. So if you go to www.thesinglemompreneur.club, you can go ahead and check out everything we have up. You'll find out what a single mompreneur is. You'll find out the inspiration, the education, the community, the encouragement, empowerment, sugar and spice, and then some that we're offering the single moms. You'll find out about the membership and all. There's some different things that we'll be doing this year, such as doing some traveling as a working mom, which is why I call myself the single mompreneur. I am a full-time entrepreneur. I happen to travel a lot for business, um, so I wanted to make it a thing where other moms could travel for different things, whether that was to see what my life looks like, if they do want to tag along and see that. I don't have any restrictions to my work, so I'm always open to bring other people with me, whether it's, um, let's say we're going to like Hawaii and we're having a meditation session over there or some type of healing session over there with somebody as lovely as Dr. Crystal, which you all will be able to meet soon. Um, you'll find out about some of the events that are worth attending, such as the Let's Talk event with one of my clients, and we'll be discussing mental health, um, HIV, AIDS, and human trafficking. So, of course, that is very important to any mother, regardless of if you are single or not. Um, so, you know, you can find out more di more e about more events, excuse me, um, that we have coming up this year. You can also find out about some affordable travel um, as a full-time single mom um, and entrepreneur. I have made sure that I've created multiple streams of income just because if one stream of income is rocky i definitely want it to be where nyla and i are still taken care of and unfortunately right now i don't receive child support from my daughter's dad so i have to make sure that i made things happen for myself and my daughter right so you'll even find out about how you can book travel with us and that's really just letting me know by sending a message in the contact box saying hey i want to go here and you all would also be able to go to the other website um which is only exclusive travels to go ahead and book your trip and find out about different trips that we found specials on etc and then you'll see more stuff in regards to the single mompreneurs such as our bi-weekly chit chat sessions which is something that we're doing today it's called single moms talk and basically it's us moms coming together and we're talking on different days um whether that's a monday or a sunday right um every by week or excuse me every other week we will have it where i am getting on the phone or on the computer with some moms that are able to and willing to express certain things um, depending upon our conversation so it may be um, money making mondays inspiring me on tuesdays wind down wednesdays think tank thursdays breadwinner fridays sets craze saturdays 
or soulful sundays today is saturday by the way but we are not um on the sets craze saturday this is not one of our bi-weekly chats this is just the kickoff of the relaunch for the single mompreneurs i had my website down for a little while because i wanted to change it up and now we are up and rolling and i am super excited like i said to tell you all more about all we have to offer so going into a little more of that I'll go ahead and give y'all the agenda for today. Today, you can go ahead and start seeing the website. We'll be talking about our benefits, which is ways to make money through the single mompreneurs, um, our in-person events, and our business directory. And then we have two lovely ladies, which are also single moms, that will be telling us about their companies and a little bit about their journeys um so you want to make sure you go ahead and listen up for that because it's going to be a grand experience and i'm very appreciative to have the ladies coming with us and working with us in some different ways so like i was saying i'm super excited because we have two lovely ladies and they'll be sharing their story um, and they'll also be telling us more about their businesses. And of course, we want you to support their businesses. The beautiful thing about both of these ladies is that neither one of them are here in Atlanta. And I'm saying that's beautiful because we have to have leaders in other states that are able to support other moms in other areas. So we have Aurelia with us today, and she's in Texas. And we also have Ebony, and she's in in Alabama so if you are in either Texas or Alabama you want to make sure you get connected and stay connected because that is vital especially when it comes to building a support team whether you all are seeing each other on a regular basis or not you want to make sure that you have other moms you're connected with right so I'm super excited about you all finding out more about them and that'll be coming up very soon um, and again just closing out some of uh, we have two more things on the agenda for today, and that is also some of the events for the year, as well as our questions and answers. So um, that will partake in having, if there are other moms to join us online, having them ask questions if they're desiring to, and also having it where I ask the ladies some questions, just to make sure that I have all the information I need to share online with you all um for their companies and if you know like how the best way to contact them things of that nature different events they may have going on their social media etc so we'll go ahead and jump in um to the rest of the agenda again you can go on the website and check things out um there is a opportunity for moms to go ahead and join the website and it's no charge right now we have 25 individuals that are able to go ahead and preview everything and be become a part of the community network with other moms get listed in the business directory i'm listing um 50 businesses for free 
um, in the business directory. So I do want to go ahead and get all the moms that I can to let us know what you all's businesses are. I'm very supportive when it comes to supporting other mothers, of course, and small businesses. Um, I believe in it. So I have a small business of my own, so I can only imagine the support that other moms would want. So make sure you go ahead and send your information about your business so we can get that rolling too. Going back to the agenda, I want to go ahead and start with our benefits. And one of those benefits is um, our business directory. So make sure, again, if you are a mom with a single, excuse me, with a business, a single mom with a business, that you go ahead and send our, your information to us. And I want to make sure that I talk to you all a little bit about ways to make money. And that's with the single mompreneurs as well as just being a single mom. There are so many different ways to make money without working for other individuals. So I do want to share that. Um, and I'm not going to make that a long thing. It's going to be like a two um two minute type of situation but there's all type of programs out here in all type of businesses where you can be your own boss you can schedule your um events and schedule your life or your uh, business tasks in the ways that you need to so um just to let you all know like i said i do um, I do book people's travel for a living, but I also provide different services. So one of the services that I provide is marketing. I'm a marketing director for a couple of studios here in Atlanta, um, two to be exact, which is 6 a.m. and um, GS Studios, and they're both off of Fulton Industrial. So you definitely want to make sure you check those out. 6 a.m. is more so for our individuals that need to make videos, whether that's like a music video, um, whether you want to have a live set etc and Gia Studios is more so for those individuals that just want to get photography done if you are an artist or you have a podcast or anything of that nature spoken um, do spoken word etc um, I would also recommend 6am because we do have the technology that you need in there so, um, again, one of the things that I was stating was like making sure that you use your skills is as simple as that. If you have worked in the workforce, you have some type of skill skill set. And I think we kind of get accustomed to believing that we have to work for someone, especially when we're in need, right? When you have a lot going on um, because you're a single mom, sometimes you do have that doubt and that fear that things aren't going to work out in the ways that you want it to. It can be tough and it gets tough. And by no means am I stating that being an entrepreneur makes it easier. I'm just stating that it does bring more streams of income. So even if you were to keep your day job while becoming an entrepreneur and building your business up just know that that is another way to bring money in especially for our moms that do have to do it by yourself you want to make sure that you're bringing multiple streams of income in because our jobs are not stable these days our economy is not the same way it used to be if you are a millennial like I am you'll understand that um, we won't see longevity with our um, positions, whether it's with corporate jobs or not, 
Um, and a couple of presidents have mentioned that, that it's not the same. And you can expect to work multiple places because of our economy and how much it changes. Um, Uber and Lyft is a way. And I say that to people that just don't know where to start. I was there one time where um, I decided that I was going to do Uber and Lyft. And to be very frank with you all, I don't, um, not doing Uber and Lyft. I am um, waiting to get my other card now and I will be back at it. I like the money that I'm able to make with Uber and Lyft. And I'm just one of those people that like security. I like having money just to have it and saving. And that's a great way to save big lump sums of money if you dedicate a little time to it. You don't have to do it all day. If you have a newer car, if you're trying to find a way to pay off your car, it's a great way the whole nine. So um, those are a couple of ways. And then the last one I wanted to tell you all was um, things such as It Works or her, uh, Herbal Life, I want to say it is. I'm not a um, member of that one. I am a part of It Works. So um, forgive me if you are a part of the other company and I'm saying it wrong. But um, those are also ways because it's products that you're using on a regular basis if you do like them. Um, and all you're really doing is telling people about it. And you're sitting there and you're putting events together where you want to network and you want to meet other people and you allow them to try out these products. And then if they like it, they'll share it as well. So um, just stating like there there are some ways to make money. I'm going to give y'all one way to make money with the single mompreneurs. When you become a um, an affiliate or a member of the single mompreneurs we do give an affiliate link so for anybody that signs up because you've introduced them to it you do get paid out um, and those details are on the website so there is more information on there it's also on our Eventbrite um, but in order to be able to um, become an affiliate you do have to be a member mind you we are offering three months free to our first 25 moms and then the um, 75 moms that come in after the first 25 get um, a discounted or an exclusive rate for the membership so I am all about um, making every or having everyone win I believe in us coming together and creating a hub that makes sense for all of us to win and support each other if I didn't have it I probably wouldn't understand it but because I have been connected to something so great I do understand it and I want to give it to other moms so that's that I want to tell you all a little bit about our events as well but I kind of want to go ahead and share that information with you all after our speakers and I say that because it's on the agenda and one of the benefits just to let you all know is our in-person events because there will be different vendors different resources the whole nine there'll be different sponsors that give stuff in the whole nine I'm literally like going out of my way to make sure that I provide what has been provided for me for the last few years of my daughter's life she's four and if I didn't have the stability within my support system I don't know where I would be and it's been on my heart for years now to be able to provide that same thing to moms so I'm definitely um, all in it when it comes to being able to give you all um, what I've been given so that's that. Nyla, you want to say hi? Yes. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> this is the little lady that made me the single mompreneur and changed my life for the 
greater good and I am going to be um, speaking on that a little bit before I go ahead and get the ladies to come on so just to tell you all Nyla was born in 2014 um, on October 16th and I was in a great space when having her but I knew that my life was changing and there was nothing I could do about the change I knew when I was having her that her and her dad and I would not be together, her her biological dad. And I say biological dad, and you'll continue to, like, read my post and um, read my blogs or uh, um, see my videos, et cetera, listen to the podcast, um, even features. You'll hear me say her biological dad because I do have a young man in my life that is um, being a, a father figure to her, and she calls him daddy. So um, when I do speak, I am speaking of her biological dad. I try not to embarrass him to the extent of him not even wanting to give his name, so I don't mention his name. Um, so I do just want to make sure I clarify that. Um, um, I knew again going back to that piece i knew then that we wouldn't be together we were together for two years before um me saying that i knew it was not gonna work mind you my daughter came in two years after his relationship with me um or our relationship so it was a very interesting space because i had gotten pregnant this young man literally asked me if i wanted to have his baby and i told him no i thought he was crazy as hell um still think he's crazy as hell to be very frank with you um told him i wasn't ready for a baby and because i did not take that as a warning that he was serious i did not get on birth control and i found myself pregnant maybe not even a whole six months later um so i do want to say that safe sets is great sets and it's not to tell you how to live your life but if you don't want babies right now the best way to go about that of course is especially with us single moms knowing um is to have safe sets um or at least to have a partner that understands where you are and can respect that so um I have to be frank it was it was very a very unfortunate situation because um I did love that young man and I'm the type of lover that when I love somebody I always love them so even to this day I still have love for him I'm not in love with him but I will always have love for him um and more specifically because he gave me the best thing he could have gave me in this world which was my little girl I was a mom or a young lady before becoming a mom that um, really didn't care about direction, guidance, um, or the world, to be very frank with you all. Um, I kind of just knew I would be okay. I knew that things would work out, but I didn't have a plan and I didn't have goals on what that looked like for me. Um, I became a little more stable in what I wanted for my life before having Nyla. But when I had my little girl, it changed my world beyond measures. Like literally as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I started thinking differently. And I don't know what that is for a mom, um, but it's something that is triggered within us. If we're ready, that has us say, okay, well look, <laughs> I got to figure some things out and I got to figure it out now. So when I found out I was pregnant, I literally like 
I I started plotting and I started planning and I knew that I wanted a woman's group. I didn't know how exactly I was going to go about all that, but I knew it was going to happen. Um, shortly after I had Nyla, I moved out of the house with her dad, her biological father, because we were always arguing and bickering and he would come home angry and it was just disgusting and it hurt like hell to have to go through it every day. My pregnancy was a beautiful thing because I was so excited about having my baby, but it was also a horrifying thing because I had a man in my life that was telling me, you're not dressing like I thought you would and you're not doing your hair all the time and I just thought you would keep up with yourself better and all these other things that just didn't matter to me at that time I was pregnant I didn't care I just wanted to be happy and for my internal being to be in the space that I needed it to be before my daughter got there um to let you all know um I do speak very openly about my life I have been in two domestic violence relationships before being with my daughter's dad and when I was in the relationship with him there was some fighting to take place I can't call it domestic violence because I did fight back um and I also have hit him a couple of times if I'm being very frank um I was in a space in a very dark space at that point in my life where um I could see all the beauty around me I knew what I wanted but I was so frustrated with everything that was transpiring in our relationship. I felt like there were no boundaries. I felt like there was no respect. And I did not know how to unravel from the situation. I was so caught up with the fact that I had given so much to my relationship that I did not want to let go. I had given another man a piece of me. And now this man had an even larger piece of me because I now had his baby coming in to the world and it was very difficult for me to understand that it wasn't about a baby it was about my well-being and her well-being and his well-being too even though he won't mention it it was about his well-being too we weren't healthy for one another we were very toxic I do know that there was love there but it was a very toxic situation and sometimes that's just what it is depending upon what has happened before a person has entered your life so um, I had to make the decision that it wasn't healthy for Nyla and I to be at home with her dad and I love and um it was an on and on again, off again situation for a little while. And it's so pretty, baby. And um, it got to the point where I guess he was just done with being done and he left town. So he now lives in California. And thankfully, I have my um, support team, which does consist of some of his family that helps. So you, there's a beautiful lady by the name of Christy Robinson, which is his dad's life partner. And she was my doula and she's my daughter's Seema, which is basically her grandma, but her, because her name is Christy, she puts C in front of it. So um, 
I, I would have to, number one, shout them out and say thank you to them because they are phenomenal. And if it wasn't for C Ma and Papa C, as well as my grandparents, I don't know what I would do because they are the most supportive people along my journey. And it has been a rocky one since I've had my little girl. Um, I do have loving family members, but of course, every family comes with their stuff. And my family and I don't necessarily know how to mix well so the people that I do have that are helping me on a regular basis um, they make this thing called the single mompreneur um, exist if it was not for them I don't know what I would do and I know so many single moms that don't have the support system that I have which is why I went about creating the single mompreneur it's not just about me some people get it confused because I don't have the s on there yet I am creating another logo for single mompreneurs um and so you know just so that people know it's a collective it's a group of moms um and it's about all of us I also want to share with that that um, um, there is a piece of it. I don't necessarily want to call it a nonprofit because I don't think I want to go the 501c3 route, but I do want to provide different things such as some of the clothes that I have that I just want to give away. And I have some moms that do the same thing. So we've like supported each other. Mommy's, mommy's talking. Not right now. Um we do have we have supported each other in some ways and even extended our support to other moms um since I've had my little girl um so you know just wanted to keep that support there and I have some individuals that are in politics that have come along the journey with me Park Cannon being one of the individuals and she is um the state rep of district 35 so um, you know, you, you kind of just plug in people where you can plug them in and you make it work. So that is like the gist of my situation. Um, and my experience, there's more to talk about, but not enough time today to talk about it. And I have two lovely ladies again, like I explained earlier that are joining us. Um, so I do definitely want to make sure they go ahead and tell us their lovely stories and more about their businesses. So I want to open the floor up first to I'm trying not to say her name wrong. We did this. Why why do I keep doing this? Do it tell me again, love. Tell me again. Aurelia. Aurelia. I'm so glad I didn't say it because I would have said it wrong, y'all. Sorry about that. So I had to pause her because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so we have Aurelia, <laughs> and she's going to share with us more about her community. She is known as the Christian Single Mom, and she has a whole community for moms that... um is available so if you are a single mom like i said you definitely want to make sure you connect with her she's explained a little bit about it to me in regards to it being for single moms that are christians because there is a need for that and of course if you are a christian you want it to be a thing of being accepted within the christian community so Aurelia is going to explain some more and I'm going to open the floor up to her to tell us a little bit about herself, to tell us some um, about um, her journey and about her business. So let's go ahead and have you, Miss Lady.
Thank you so much. Thank you so much first for having me. Um, I guess I'll just start with a little bit about myself and then I'll go into um, talking a little bit about my businesses. Um, So I became a single mom um, kind of by accident. Well, not really by accident because like you were talking about earlier, there was no safe sex um, going on. Um, My child's dad, we were just kind of having casual sex there was no relationship there um I met him at college um I was um it was my last year of my undergrad when I got pregnant and I was devastated honestly Mm -hmm. it just kind of threw me off I've always been a go-getter I've always been determined um I've always been like uh really ambitious and so I knew that I was going to make it I knew that Aurelia Wynn which is my full name was going to be a household name I I knew that Mm, I was going to be a force to be reckoned with and so I felt like having a baby was going to throw my whole life off which really it it hasn't exactly it's actually it's it's got it's helped it's helped me to get myself a little bit in order uh which which is okay and so um anyways I just knew from the jump that because one I wasn't in a relationship with this man like that I knew that he wasn't going to be there mm-hmm. um and so that really you know thoughts about having an abortion um was the first thing that came to mind mm-hmm. and um I am a Christian woman and so I ended up like looking for like a planned parenthood at the time I was living in Florida okay. um right now I'm in Texas mm-hmm. um and so um, where I was located in Florida, there wasn't a close par- Planned Parenthood. So I was like, okay, well, what should I do? And I had told him I was pregnant. And we talked about it. He was all go. He was like for the abortion and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He had told me that he had three kids prior to ours. Wow. And so I was like, okay. And um, but I had, you know, still wanted to be sure. Like I was in denial. I was like, there's no way I'm pregnant. Like my period hadn't came in two months. So of course I was pregnant. Right. But I was still like. No, this is just, you know, abnormal. It's the stress. It's the last year of college. I'm just stressing. So I went and found, it's called a Pregnancy Resource Center. Okay. um, A local pregnancy resource center. And I went, not knowing that these are Christian women, I went, had a pregnancy test done. They confirmed, yes, you're pregnant. Um, In that same city, I met with a director there because I just was a hot mess emotionally um and so their director came out and talked to me and um that day we she helped me decide that I was not going to have an abortion Mm. um so let me back up a little bit before I met my child's dad her name is Gia before I had met him um I was continually going to church and you know um stuff like that and I remember one Sunday the pastor had stopped church and he had said that God told him that someone in the audience was speaking about having an abortion and he strongly suggested that whoever this person was that they needed to let the baby come and I remember thinking like Lord I really hope this person is listening to the pastor I really hope they don't have an abortion and so that came to mind while I was sitting there talking to this counselor and I shared that with her and she's like are you gonna like you got a decision to make and I said okay I was just so distraught I said well I guess I'm gonna let this baby come um my daughter's name means um God is gracious so she's every bit of grace God is totally gracious um he's definitely been a provider um for her and I just the way that 
things happen in in my life and things that are happening in her life i i see that i see god's hand in every every step of it every bit of it and so that's how i became a single mom um again um like i said i knew that i wanted more i knew that i wanted um um, just more than what her um her father could provide right um but for a little bit for the first year um I was fortunate. My stepdad, um, he had just bought um, a rental property. No, he had just bought a home that he was going to use for a rental property. Anyways, he let us move in. He let me stay there for a year, rent-free. Um, and I hustled. I uh, learned how to braid hair. I was crocheting hair for about four or five months, making money that way. Right. I was a babysitter in the summer. I worked at a daycare for a little bit, y'all. Right, come on. You do what you got to do. Yeah, just to try to, um, I didn't really have any bills, but I had a cell phone bill and I had a car, so I had to have gas in my car. So there was things that we needed that I had to hustle to get. Right. And so after after the first year, uh, my stepdad was like, okay, you gotta, you gotta get back to work. And so I was like, wow, how am I gonna do this? Um, my mom was there also with me in Florida. Um, let me back up a little bit. I'm originally from California. Okay. We moved to Florida to go to college. Okay. Um, I moved to Texas to go to college. And so, again, just I'm determined. I'm determined to, to succeed. And yeah. So, um, and so, um, so it's time for me to go back to work. Um, and I have been a victim. I mean, I have been an advocate for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault since I was 21. Okay. So I'm getting ready to be 28 in May. Okay. And so for seven years, I've been an advocate for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault because, unlike you, Diamond, I have also been a victim of domestic violence. Uh, my first um, incident was um, in 2009, and wow. then my second incident was just last year. Wow. Um, and so I so passionate about that i'm so passionate about victims of domestic violence and sexual assault as well as single mothers because i can identify strongly with that population and i know my story and i know how i've overcome right and so um i just i just feel responsible to share that information with with other women who are who are um, in that situation yep. and so I ended up getting a job at a shelter that I was volunteering for and they hired me on as part-time staff I was working overnights for about six months um, answering phones cleaning rooms getting these women situated um, until I just wanted more I've always been hungry for more and I went to the director and I asked her I said well I want to work with these women one-on-one i I'm, you know, I'm cool with answering phones. I'm cool with serving these women in this way. And she said, well, I'm sorry, you can't because of your lack of education. Wow. And I said, what do you mean? I have a, I have a bachelor's. Like, I don't, I don't understand what you mean. And she said, well, you, you need more training. You need more. Um, you might need to go back to school for your master's. And I said, okay, challenge accepted. So I started applying for my master's in social work. Um, okay. I first applied to um, the University, I think, of Boston. Um, within weeks, um, I was denied. And I said, okay, I kind of um, kind of threw me back a little bit. But I had a friend who was like, 
don't take no for an answer. Go ahead and apply somewhere else. So I did. I applied to a Christian university out here in Texas, and I got my acceptance letter November of 2015, Mm -hmm. maybe. And so I was like, okay, I guess we're going to Texas. I don't have any. I didn't know I had family here until I got that acceptance letter. I just knew that me and my child were going to Texas. I didn't have any friends here. And when I tell you my family was like, no, you're not moving to Texas. And I was like, yes, I am. Right. <laughs> it was it was, it was was a fight. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I'm moving to Texas, whatever. At the time, I had a little uh, 96 Toyota Camry. I said, I'm packing whatever can fit in my right. car with myself and my child. I'm selling everything else, and we are going. We are, we are headed to Texas because I just thought that greater, that's where I would find greater. And so... Um, we get to Texas, and we've been here for almost three years now. Um, I started out going to school for a master's in social work. Didn't want to be a social worker. I wanted to do more. Um, so then I started going. I switched my major to therapy. I wanted to okay. um, get a license. I wanted to be a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, and then I didn't really like that, so I, I stopped going to school. And um, I, I just work. I um I work at a shelter for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault, Steel. I'm actually, uh, my title is Victim Advocate and CPS Liaison. So I work with victims one-on-one, which is what I wanted to do in the beginning, so I'm doing that now. Um, And I also, I specialize um, with um, Child Protective Services, so I work with victims who struggle with drug use, who struggle with domestic violence who struggle with um, substance abuse and things like that I work with them one-on-one um and I love it this is my passion I said this is my purpose this is probably what I will do until I can't do it anymore Um, and then um so how did um, Christian Single Mama come about uh Christian Single Mama came about because when I got pregnant I felt like uh though the church says that abortion is wrong Mm -hmm. I felt like the looks and the the whispers that I was getting coming to church with the baby bump was saying otherwise and so I felt like there was no place for me in the church and even after having my child I said there was no bible study for me do I go and hang out with the singles where you know they're they're not they don't know what it's like to have a child right because most of them don't and and i'm like okay well they try to put me in the the they try to put me in with the married folks um in their bible study and i just i couldn't fit in there because a lot of the women there were complaining about their husbands <laughs> meanwhile i'm like i'll take them shoot you know take them the trash i'll take them i'll take out the trash for a brother 
And I said, okay, Gia, uh, you know. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let me get on birth control because I do. <laughs> and at the time, I've been talking to this guy since October. And, you know, so I was like, okay, let me stay up on my right. birth control and stuff like that. Right. Um, we'll come to find out um, Gia's dad has... Ten other kids besides her. Wow. Um, I didn't find this out until years after, like a year or two after wow. I had her. Um, one of the baby mamas had told me. And anyways, um, just recently we went to Florida and she met her brother. Wow. Her brother is nine years old. Um, for me, that was really big because it was like God answered her prayer. Right. And I said okay, you have a brother, great, you know, she, she got to meet him, but I, I know what she means, she wants a sibling in the home, um, but then she had also asked about her dad, and I was like, okay, I hadn't talked to this man since she was born, Wow. so, and wow. he lives in Florida, and so, while we were there, the day after we had seen her brother, Easter Sunday, actually, so just not that long ago, Easter Sunday, um, we met up with her dad, um, and... Long story short, it was a disappointment. <laughs> he was there for all of an hour. Um, he paid for my dinner, which might have been like $30. Um, and I was upset. I felt like, well, you haven't seen your child in four years. Um, you haven't contributed any. I didn't put him on child support because of Florida law. Um, again, I always knew I would be greater. Um, in Florida, they say that if you ask for child support, um, they don't. They don't leave it up to the man. They say it, it, they they take both parents' income into account. So her father, he's a club DJ. So his he makes money under the table. So I already knew that if I put him on child support, if he turned around and asked for joint custody, I would have to pay him child support. So I said, I'm not going to even mess with that. This man is so on child support. And I, I have to ask you something, though. With... with because I, I understand it and I respect that completely. Um, and I wanted to like save the questions to the end. But I do want to ask that like while you're right here. With you knowing that he hasn't done anything for four years. Are you even concerned about them giving him joint custody? Like he hasn't been there. No. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and so it's different. So when I moved to Texas and this has been something that. So I've been dating this guy since October, and he brought it up because my child called him dad. Okay. And he was like, have she ever met her dad? So that's why this whole, like, that's what kind of started it. And okay. And her asking about her dad. So we went to go see him. Okay. Um, no, I'm not concerned. Now I'm not concerned about him asking for joint custody because I was getting ready to say he's not on her birth certificates. Okay. Um, he was in the hospital with me for a few minutes wow. uh, when she was born. And so I just knew, like, I just knew that this man was not going to be consistent, consistently in her life. Yeah. And so, um, no. And also what I have learned from meeting with the other baby mama, um, her brother's mother, mm -hmm. um, was that, so he, like I said, he has 10 other kids. Um, he has maybe five or six other baby mamas. Wow. And... podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast